Welcome to Based Liberty. I'm your host, Darren Wisely. I'm not politically correct, and I'm not afraid of the consequences for the things I say. I'm simply here to speak the truth as I see it from where I'm standing, and let the chips fall where they may. Welcome to Base Liberty, fellow thought criminal. Enjoy your stay. What's up, my thought criminals? Welcome to Base Liberty, episode 55. It's Monday, April 12th, 2021. Darren Wisely here, bringing you the unapologetic, non-PC truth, and I'm just thrilled to be with you today. I just want to say thanks so much to all of you who joined the supporting listeners this week. It really does mean so much to me. It takes a lot of time to record, edit, upload all this stuff. I'm doing it all by myself. So, you know what? It's nice to feel appreciated every once in a while. But really, more importantly, it's uh, it's just encouraging to know there's other people out here who are fed up with this insane tyranny, who want to get the truth out there, And together, you know, maybe we can do something about it. We don't need to be the majority opinion. We just need more people on our side to have a loud plurality of people who know what's up. And shows like this are how we accomplish that. We can get the truth out there. And what's also really cool is being able to connect with a community of like-minded people. I'm never going to make Sean Hannity type of money off a show like this or Rachel Maddow or any of these people on mainstream media because they exist in this tiny little Overton window. And that's why I do this show is to tell you the truth that's always left out. The mainstream media is just filled with so many different lies. These jokers have just a very slight little difference coming, oh, we're slightly left of this or right of that. That's really just about it. They're never going to just give you just the straight up facts. So many topics are just completely off limits. And if you follow the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I say things that they won't touch. And Tucker, he's about as based as it gets for the mainstream news. He's pretty good. Um, I don't watch TV. If I did, he'd probably be someone I would watch. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they cancel him here soon, just the way things are going. But even a guy like him, if he wants to keep his job, there are just some things that are off limits. You cannot touch them if you want to have a job on a mainstream show like that. So that's why I like doing this. I don't have to pull punches and ultimately... I just truly believe people deserve to know the truth, and that's why I do this. And fundamentally, this show just isn't for everyone, because so many people can't handle it. When you've gone years, decades, just filled with these propaganda, it's very hard to confront that truth. But that's okay. Uh, The mentality that people have about uh, not wanting to accept things that might be tough pills to swallow. That's why we're in such a screwed up situation right now. So for those of you who are open-minded, I do greatly appreciate you. 
And if you want to join the supporting listeners, join this awesome community, you can do it on my website, basedliberty.com, name the show, or the Patreon. You can help us reach more people, starting at just $2 a month. No reason you can't afford that, and that's just going to help keep this show going. Because there's a lot of people out there who are reachable, who are open-minded, who are searching for the truth amid all the confusion and chaos going on, but they just haven't woken up yet, and a message might like this may just flick that light bulb on for them. But of course, the vast majority are just brainwashed fools, and that's why it is such an uphill battle. And again, that's why you guys really encourage me. If you didn't watch the last episode on the vaccine passports, please, please do. Um, it's an episode I'm very pleased with. The content in there, I think, should really provide good information and context about what's going on, what you're not going to hear about on TV, what you need to be prepared for, because we have scary times ahead. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But if you follow my show, you know I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So, all right. So, with that, today's just another one of these off limit topics, and that is taxation. And no, it's not, oh, we need to lower taxes or change the corporate income tax or capital gains rate or fair tax or flat tax or any of this other crap. All of that is just a distraction from the fundamental issue, and that's the issue I'm saying they won't touch. This entire concept, how we're just taxed out the wazoo, and how insanely corrupt the system is. You see, I'm talking about just the downright immorality of the concept. You're not going to hear that on TV. Of course, not from liberals, but from conservatives either. They're just talking about, you know, changing things around the edges, but not the heart of the system and what the problem is. So I figured with tax day this week, um, it'd be a good topic for a show. And it's on every single calendar. Oh, tax day. Well, how insane is it that tax day is such a big part of American life that it's on every single calendar? The reason the income tax is so immoral is because there's a built-in assumption that you don't own the fruit of your labor and that the government does. Therefore, they get to tell you how much of your money you owe them. See, no one talks about it like this. But when you think about it logically, as I just laid out, it should become crystal clear how backwards the entire concept is. So they say you have to pay them based on your income. What happens if you don't? What happens? They send men with guns to your house and you go to prison. See, a lot of people think the old concept of debtor's prison has been abolished. But what happens to people who don't pay their taxes? <laughs> exactly. They go to prison. It is extortion. Just like with the mafia, an armed man tells you to pay, and if not, you get hauled off. But the only difference, at least with the mafia, if you pay them, they leave you alone. They're not all up in your business <laughs> with the government. You pay them, but they never get off your back. They nonstop harass you, and then they use the money you paid them to harass you more and do more things you don't want. 
it's like a snowball effect. So I lay out this concept to people, and they're not used to hearing it, so they can't really handle it. But they say, who are we going to pay for my roads? It's always the roads. My roads, my roads, my roads. You see, that's the exact problem. This question just assumes away my entire argument. It implies that the way they would confiscate the money for your holy roads is valid. And that's because people can't handle this concept that I've just laid out very clearly that we're not free, we're extorted. So let's go back, let's think about it logically. How are you free if government can take any m amount of money from you it wants from you and give it to whoever they want? Give it to their friends and corporations, dish it out to people to buy votes. How is that okay? How is that freedom? What happens if you don't pay your property taxes? See, you don't even own your own home. Even if your mortgage is free and clear, you're just a tenant paying rent on the government's land. It should be crystal clear they own you. What else is kind of absurd about the whole concept is unlike with the mafia, you have to figure out how much you owe the government. So if you don't file your taxes, off to prison. If you don't pay the right amount, you get audited, you get fined, and possibly prison for that too. So you have to file your taxes, send it to the IRS, and that can be used against you in court. See, this is so very clearly a violation of the Fifth Amendment, the right against self-incrimination, because you're giving the government evidence that they can then prosecute you with. And you have to do it, because if you don't send it to them, well, off to prison. You screw it up, possibly off to prison for that too. So this is so clearly a Fifth Amendment violation. In any other context, you could just plead the Fifth Amendment and you wouldn't have to testify against yourself. But for some reason, this holy income tax is exempt from Fifth Amendment protection. But of course, no one talks about it. And that's just another reason we have the show, so that we can just lay out these very logical points that get brushed away in all the confusion. And another reason they can't talk about it with the Fifth Amendment is because if that was pointed out and if that went mainstream, well, their whole house of cards would collapse. How would they pay for all this? There's a reason they have to keep it under the rug. So I lay this out to people. But taxation is the price we pay to live in a civil society. Oh, is that so? Is that so? 99% of the just insane stuff they do, I want nothing to do with. It does nothing for me. Not to mention, they just pay for most of it by printing money out of thin air. So not only do they tax our income, our property, things we buy, but then also there's the hidden inflation tax, the most pernicious of all. And I talked about that in an earlier episode, so I'm not going to get into that right now, but it's just to give you more context. It's just downright absurd that they just take more money, but instead of being responsible, they just grow and grow and grow government and do more things. Social Security. Okay, I'm, not, I'm never going to get any of that. Why do I have to pay for it? 
Imagine if your entire life you put that Social Security money into some type of retirement, IRA, 401k. You'd be balling. But no, you don't have a choice. It has to go to government. They don't even have that money in there. They write it as something else and shuffle it around to pay for other things. <laughs> it's so fraudulent. If any private business or person kept their books like this, they would be in prison. They would be considered a criminal. But if government does it, eh, no big deal, nothing to see here. How about the endless wars? The military budget is about half of federal expenditures. Why do we need a huge military dropping bombs all in third world countries? How does that protect us? These countries are no threat. The Cold War has been over for a long time. There's no serious threats right now. See, the founders warned of foreign entanglements. And just like Rome, our worldwide empire is going to be the cause of our destruction that implodes us from within. There's no one that can just take us down outright, but we're going to collapse from our own weight. So why do we have it then? If it's not for real defense, well, the military-industrial complex. These politicians are bought off by their friends, and these friends love these fat contracts. So they build millions and billions of dollars of bombs and all these crazy things for what? And the list just goes on. All these unconstitutional alphabet agencies, the FBI, CIA, NSA, DEA. <laughs> I don't want any of these. They're spying on us. You think the founding fathers would have wanted a federal police force that's armed like military? That spies on you? That raids you? <laughs> it's just laughably absurd. Massive amounts of corporate welfare, government bailouts. Remember in 2008, they bailed out Wall Street? People were lost their homes, they had nowhere to go, they're out on the streets, but oh yeah, we're going to bail out the banks, we're going to bail out GM. <laughs> How absurd is that? Those bailouts were actually nothing compared to the past year. Oh, the stimulus! See, everyone was so just enamored by these stupid stimulus checks. They didn't even really pay attention to the billions of dollars going to airlines, all these other huge just corporate welfare scams. Hell, they're even paying other countries money. <laughs> How's that stimulating? I mean, the whole concept of stimulus is a joke, but <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's, it's just all under this pretext that they're doing something for us. What purpose does any of this serve for the people they supposedly represent? I mean, did you know the Attorney General of the United States had to have his own separate private practice until the 1850s? That's how little work there was to do, and he had to survive off a, a private practice income. They didn't even have a paid clerk for him until 30 years after the Constitution was ratified. <laughs> That's how small, that's how minuscule the federal government was supposed to be. But now look at the DOJ, how huge, incredibly bureaucratic it is, corrupt. Don't even get me started on education. How is that constitutional? Where in the Constitution does the federal government have that authority? It's laughably unconstitutional. The worst part about it is they use our money 
to indoctrinate people with critical race theory and thinking the government is this holy savior. And what it does is it gives them more pawns to control because they started at a young age and they brainwash people. It's a self-serving just circle. And they're getting less and less people then as the generations go on to question what they're doing. People just take it for granted. That's why when I tell people all this stuff, that's clearly factual if you read a book, if you study history. They seem so confused because they think the world started the day they were born. Well, how would we do that? So, uh, well, just look. <laughs> look through thousands of years of history how they did it. Look through the first 150 years of the United States when it was a free country. If there's one reason people are so complacent with this system, it's the government schools. That is the number one reason they have so much control because they're able to control the most important asset, which is the mind. Without this indoctrination mechanism, there would just be no way people would put up with it. People would have been so fed up so long ago, they would not have been able to get this massive Leviathan they have now. How about the office of the first lady? Think about what a joke that is. It's not an elected official. That's not a constitutional position. I mean, Michelle Obama had a $1.5 million budget for staff salary. Where's that provided in the Constitution? That budget's not including, you know, office space and who knows what all they used in there for everything else. I mean, it's just a joke. It's a complete joke. Just for her to serve those crappy school lunches. <laughs> but people who support this, they've got no answer to any of this. They just keep going back to maroads, maroads. Fine. You know what? We can have a very small tax to pay for roads and, you know, a local sheriff. But almost everything else, the private sector can do fine, actually much, much better because of the incentive structures. But government creates these monopolies to keep power. Spooner showed us that in the mid-19th century with the post office. So, okay, tax for your roads and your sheriff. Are you happy? Think about the size of the budget then. How little bit of our money would be confiscated? How much freer we would be? How much more prosperous we would be? It would be night and day. But no, people are just so in love with the government because they think it's here to do everything for them. See, people used to take care of their parents when they got old. They used to take care of the poor in their communities. Churches, charities, individuals. But now, eh, we'll just have the government do it. You see, that's what's led to the destruction of society, family values, communities, because everyone just lets the government do it. And the government sucks at it, too. <laughs> The fundamental problem is the incentive structure. See, Republicans always run on, oh, we're going to balance the budget. We're going to lower taxes, blah, 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 blah. Although I think they are kind of finally starting to just give up on that because people are kind of not really buying that anymore. But the problem is when government gets more money, instead of being responsible, balancing the budget, what do they do? They do more insane, asinine stuff. They aren't responsible because it's not their money. An individual knows how to budget their money, they spend it on what they need, and they're so much better and efficient at it than government. 
Every family has to balance their own checkbook, but the government can't. And they won't. So if I go up to you and I rob you at gunpoint and I give it to a homeless person, what is that? That is a crime. But if a federal agent does it, oh, that's okay. That's fine. See, people need to stop treating government and proxy violence as somehow legitimate. If it's wrong for a regular person to do, it's wrong for government to do. It's that simple. But we're so brainwashed into this civil society horse crap, people just, they don't even think twice about it. They don't even think twice about being robbed, extorted, looted, plundered, as Bastiat would say. The only way to have a system that would work is to massively decentralize it. And I mean massively. Have a government that's local, that's actually accountable to the people it represents and does things they actually want that actually benefit them, not just screws them over. And you would have a lot of different uh, types of systems then. You might have some places that have their little socialist utopia with a trans mayor, drag queen story hour. You have to wear seven masks to leave the home and they inject you with a cocktail of God knows what every month. Okay, fine, you can do that. I'm not going to live there. <laughs> the place I choose to live would be much, much different. I'd want a place where the government does almost nothing. They just leave me the hell alone. But that's fine. That's real freedom, where you have the ability to choose a system that works with you, that fits your values. And then your money would go to things, oh my gosh, you actually want it. But people just got to wake up, let go of these stupid emotional arguments, because that's all they have, these emotional arguments about the roads and the civil society and realize just government is not doing anything with our money that benefits the average working Joe. It's insane. I mean, $200 trillion in unfunded liabilities? It's never going to get paid off, but they just keep running it up. Well, I'm running out of time. Uh, I do have a lot more I want to say on this topic, so I will continue in my next episode. I do hope you enjoyed this. Uh, follow my Twitter, my Facebook. Share it with your friends. Maybe they can wake up and, and see how insane it all is. So we'll talk soon. Hope you're having a good day. Take care.